Hey everyone, welcome back to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. We are at episode 90. Thank you as always for listening in. We have a special podcast episode this week. We're going to talk about a particular subject that happened over the past week, really dive deep into that, as well as our what's in the news update. Uh, But the roundtable will be dedicated to that discussion. So as always, make sure you five-star rate, subscribe, and support the podcast wherever you're listening. Thank you for listening to the show, and I hope you enjoy it. What's in the news this week, folks? This week, stocks are up, and and it's really come from better than expected earnings. Uh, We had Bank of America, we had JPM, Blackstone. Um, JPM actually fell after their earnings report. uh, Just market reaction, really. Um, But even as we sit here, the market's up, you know, over one and a half percent on this Thursday. S and P in the green, Nasdaq in the green, um, and the big thing is going to be more of that third quarter earnings season numbers and seeing what management is saying about you know cost, price, um, pricing power, demand, cost, and obviously supply chain issues. Um, that's a big, big talk about you know what's going on with companies, and but a lot of them still are they still able to generate profitability despite labor costs? Um, and if sales growth is slowing, if we're seeing slowdown in sales growth and and rising costs, are they still able to maintain the rate at which they're showing profitability currently? Um, but that's the big discussion here uh, in this, you know, this current market environment this week. But you know, we're seeing big tech, we're seeing a lot of those those big names and mark big large cap move forward today. Um, you know, jobless ca- claims came in uh, in a positive light; they were lower than anticipated. So um, that's another thing that the market is adjusting to. But we're seeing a lot of that information, so it's really interesting on the market front. Now, if we move into the what's in the news front. Coinbase is saying they're adding an NFT marketplace to compete with OpenSea and Nifty Gateway. I think that's big because a lot of people, Coinbase has a huge user base. So if they're adding an NFT marketplace to compete with the other native um, NFT marketplaces like OpenSea and Nifty Gateway, that could be a big development and just in that general competition, right? So so that's something to note. Um, Another thing to note, Starbucks turned 50. Uh, 50 years old. Starbucks turned 50 years old um, today, and I'm not a big Starbucks person. I know a lot of people are. There's a Starbucks on every corner. I prefer my Joe and the Juice, no shade. That's just where I get mine from. I, I heard Starbucks burns their beans really bad, so it tastes a little bit bitter to me on that black coffee. So I go to Joe and the Juice. That's my layup. Um, but they are celebrating 50th birthday. I think it's interesting. I know. You know, I, I believe his name is Harold Schultz, the founder of, of Starbucks, um, and he had, um, you know, his, or he had a, a really just a really great, um, you know, talk about. There's a thing floating around for Howard Schultz of how he pitched his firm. I think it was he pitched Starbucks to like someone. Correct me out there if I'm wrong. Was it 200 or 400 VC firms? And they all said no before he was able to get someone to say yes. And it became, you know, what it is today, uh, which is crazy. That just shows persistence. That just shows hard work. That just shows belief in what you're doing. So I always remember that story. I think I have it screenshotted somewhere um, because it's so cool to see people that are stuck on a vision and see that vision through. I think it's awesome. Um, So that's a really, really cool story. Uh, for Starbucks' 50th birthday, the biggest coffee maker in the country. 
And now we're moving on to biggest sports in the country, NHL, which isn't the biggest sport, but they're kicking off this weekend. There's a big to die. Usually I don't know when hockey's going on. I'm not a hockey fan, so I don't even know when the season kicks off, when it ends, who's good, who's not. But this year I kind of saw because they signed a new deal with ESPN and Turner, which is nearly twice the size of its la- of of last year's deal with Disney and NBC. So they signed a new deal, $635 million a year to broadcast broadcast deal with ESPN and Turner. Um, but it's so far away from the NFL's deal. The NFL's deal is $10 billion a year. Just shows how massively the NFL is much bigger sport than than hockey is. Um, but no expense has been spared. They started a new franchise. So the Seattle Kraken, I believe it is. The Kraken raised $2 billion in the NHL, the new NHL franchise from billionaires like Amazon CEO um, and some others at, uh, that joined this ownership group to start this team. Um, and so, yeah, they're trying to make a splash. I, again, don't watch hockey, but I did see that there was new news with it. Um, so I think that's quite interesting. And we're doing a shorter news news um, segment this week, but we have more news, of course. So they're showing, they're reporting that 4.3 million workers quit their jobs in August from bar, restaurant, and retail, leaving in droves. And I think, you know, a lot of it's built off of cash. Consumers are flush with cash and higher numbers that they've ever been before. I think the Bank of America CEO says he hasn't seen these numbers of people that typically had maybe $500 in savings that have two, three times that amount just because of, you know, what was happened in the pandemic and what we've done um, to to aid people in this time. Um, so what, where are all these people going? It's super hard. I know we talked by our Delhi person and he was like, hey, I cannot find anyone um, him and his dad own his dad owns the place, and he's like he's always in there because they cannot find anyone right now to work um, in these jobs. There was also a tweet that someone said that Amazon's offering twenty two twenty three dollars an hour, plus a three thousand dollars signing bonus for um, some of their packaging or different sort of jobs out in out out east. So there's just a, a battle for for work um, right now in the job market, and people are saying, hey, they want better. They're moving. They're want different things, they're jumping from jobs, they're starting businesses, so it's really, really crazy time in the job market, apparently. Um, not the job market, but more Facebook and social media. Facebook says it's gonna be more friends, less political in people's new feeds after the whistleblower. So they said that, I don't know if they're gonna switch the algorithm or what they're gonna do, but that is what they're saying now after they've noticed what has happened with the whistleblowers. So they're saying they're gonna do that, and we'll see. Tell me if your news feed changes um, in the coming weeks. But hey, that's what we have for news updates. We're going to switch gears to the roundtable next. Big, important discussion, and we'll talk about it. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the roundtable. We usually discuss things that are on my mind, things that are on your mind, financial topics, anything related to what is important to discuss. And I think this week it's important to discuss the John Gruden news. And if you know him, if you don't, I'll give you a background on John Gruden. John Gruden is a longtime NFL coach, ESPN NFL analyst, and he was the host of the Monday night or one of the one of the hosts for the Monday night broadcast um, for many years. Also coached and won a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the early 2000s. And most recently was the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, um, an NFL franchise. But he recently stepped down Monday from his position because it was revealed through a investigation into the Washington football team's conduct. Um, And John Gruden is very good friends with one of the Washington football teams or former Washington football team's presidents um, and executives on the team. And they had an email thread 
where they were sharing some racial, homophobic, and misogynistic remarks. And that was revealed um, through the, 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 the through the troll, the treasure chest of emails, through the, the investigation into the Washington football team. And so, you know, um, it was reported that Gruden first, you know, criticized Demoris Smith, who was the head of the NFLPA Association, um, which if you're not familiar with the, the dynamics, the NFL Players Association is really kind of the league's for the players, it's their kind of union in a sense um, to negotiate and combat against the owners who are on the other side of the table. Um, and so Demora Smith, who's a black man, is the head of that. Um, and so John Gruden, first, it came out, you know, over the weekend or last week that he had called Demora Smith dumb. So he did a play on his name and called him Dumb Morris Smith, D-U-M-B. And then also said he had lips uh, the size of Michelin tires. So everyone was in uprage. Um, a lot of people were, but it looked with just the initial, you know, thing came out about Demora Smith that he was going to keep his job. He was going to apologize, brush it under the table, make an excuse, blah, blah, blah. And then more emails were released where he actually said some homophobic things, said some horrible things. And he actually has the only openly gay player on his team right now, Carl Nassib, who's actually having a great year as a defensive end um, um, for the Las Vegas Raiders. And he said some other things that were not inclusive of what the NFL is trying to push out. You can go read it. I think it's great for everyone to go read exactly what was said. And then after the second batch of emails and remarks came out, that's when he was fired, or at least he came in and, and and the owner of the Las Vegas Raiders, the Davis family, who's actually a pretty um, progressive family. They hired the first black NFL coach, Art Shell, um, and they're just really people that like tried to push inclusion. And I think this one step it went flew in the face of what the league is doing, and it flew in the face of what the Raiders stand for. And so they actually let him go, or he said he resigned and stepped down and not to be a distraction. But it brought up an interesting conversation, and Demora Smith was one of the first people to to talk about this in his response via Twitter. And I want to read his response. Demora Smith said the email from John Gruden and some of the reaction to it confirms that the fight against racism, racist tropes and intolerance is not over. This is not an email. It's not about an email as much as it is about a pervasive belief by some people, by some that people who look like me can be treated as less. The powerful in our business have to embrace that football itself has to be better as opposed to making excuses to maintain the status quo. Um, I appreciate that he reached out to me and I told him that we will connect soon, but make no mistake. The news is not about what is said in our private conversation, but what else is said by people who never thought they would be exposed and how they're going to be held to account. Brilliant, brilliant uh, response. And I think it highlights a lot of things um, that are important. And I think he actually erased it, but in his initial response, he said something about, you know, corporate America and how people, certain people don't like you to be at a table um, especially in these situations, they don't want you to be at the same table um, that they are at. Um, but it's super, super important to understand that. And I think a lot of minorities and people in the LGBTQ community, a lot of people have felt that in corporate America. And I, I and I, you know, I feel empathetic for people that are still dealing with that. I've had clients exclaim to me that they're treated by less and, and by managers who don't like like them for no no apparent reason um i've dealt with it you know we all carry these 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 marks of, of things that we've dealt with in the past especially when it comes to 
being in corporate world or being in business as a minority, right? We, we know it. We understand body language. You can tell right away, but they think you can't. You can tell right away via body language, um, via the way you're treated versus your peers. Um, and I think it's super important to understand that because there are many minorities still dealing with this. I'm luckily someone that was able to create a path for myself, um, but there are so many people that are feeling this in their mental health, in their mental capacity, the ability to do their job, just because they can feel, and not only just feel, they understand that what's being said about them behind their back, you know, that, that they understand the body language, they understand all these things. Um, and it's super important to understand that I think, you know, mental health in those situations is important. So if you have those situations, you should go talk to someone and, and try to make it better, more inclusive. Um, if these emails weren't brought to light, this is a guy, John Gruden, that is on ESPN broadcast that's coaching a team of like 60 to 70% of people who are people that he denigrated in his emails. Um, and influential in this game of, of football and influential in the NFL. And that's the same thing as business. There's a lot of people that are high up in business. The people on his email thread were CEOs of businesses, were CEOs of teams. This is so important to understand the dynamic that is at play. It's super important. That's why I fight so hard for my clients. Remember, we said it was a new way of doing finance, non-stuffy, open to all people. There's not a walk of life in, in two years of New Street that isn't part of this community. It looks like the United Nations, the client base. This is a place that we've opened up our arms to everyone, and that's why we've seen so much growth and we will continue to versus your XYZ firm who wants it to be an exclusive, you know, all boys, good old boy network. They want that. They don't want anyone else to be a part of it because they don't deem these people as appropriate to be a part of these things. And they still, a lot of these people still feel that way. A lot of them. That's why we kind of do a great job of sticking to ourselves because we know deep down the, you know, things that are shared, the way people feel it's true. And I don't talk about it much because one, you understand that the people that need to hear this stuff don't want to hear this stuff. Right. Two, you don't want to, Two, I think we're, we're so focused on what we're doing that uh, when the people are making great strides and doing things that are different, there are people out there making great strides and making a more inclusive place. But I do think that corporate America, especially the financial industry, lacks severely in that. There's you know dead promises. There's performative actions that will be just for performance and, and to play up to media hype. There's so many of that going on that you just got to you know focus on what you're doing. Um, but, you know... It's really important to understand that that's at play heavily um, in, in this world. But, you know, I just thought it was interesting to see. I think people have their their bouts with this. So if you have um, a situation you remember, please reach out to me. I'd love to hear about it. Um, this is so important for women, minorities, LGBTQ community, non-binary, everyone that's feeling something in, in this area, we want to just discuss and, and hopefully um, we can get a little bit better on this. But, you know, I think it was important. I, I wanted to go more on this. I could, but I think we're going to stop there and just let that marinate. Hopefully people can can take something away from it um, and understand. But we'll be back next week with more questions of the week, more, um, you know, more personal finance, financial stuff. But I think this is important to touch on because it's a really important going on in our world, really important discussion, and, and I have to speak on these items because uh, I think it's important. And lastly, you know, you know, take time for yourself. I think I'm going to be out of town, out of office for a few days next week and this weekend. Um, but we'll be back next week with more hard-hitting financial news. And thank you, as always, for listening.